This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com
Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, September the 15th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking information in the world of wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, or any other promotion. We're here to give you the backstage news and the things that are happening in the ring. We're a daily podcast that's absolutely free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on e-wrestling news, Renee and Tay Mello exchanged some words following AEW Dynamite this week. Now, Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. As seen on last night's episode of AEW Dynamite, John Moxley defeated Sammy Guevara in the opening contest to advance to the finals of the Grand Slam tournament that will be culminating over at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Now, in the main event of the show, Brian Danielson defeated Chris Jericho also to advance, so we'll see Moxley versus Brian Danielson facing off the AEW World Championship next week at Arthur Ashe and the finals of the Grand Slam tournament. Now, following Moxley's win over Sammy Guevara, Renee took to Twitter to send a message to Sammy's wife, Tay Mello, and this is what she had to say. Let your man fight his own battles. Keep your cheap shoes off of my husband. Don't pretend you're mad. We don't need any more cute babies backstage, but if you have a problem with it, let me know. You know where I am every Wednesday. I'll be waiting for you. With more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on this, exchanging of words will continue. Matt Cardona is making news at this hour. Matt Cardona believes that he should be number one on the PWI 500 list. Now, Ryan Clark's also writing in, Matt Cardona believes he should have been the one to top the PWI 500 list this year, which was just released yesterday. Now, the number one spot went to WWE Undisputed World Champion Roman Reigns for the second time in his career. Now, speaking on Busted Radio, the former NWA World Champion commented on his belief that he deserved a higher ranking than number 13. These are some comments he made while he was on the show. Now, on believing he deserved a higher ranking, honestly, I do. I feel I should have cracked the top 10, but beggars can't be choosers. I'm honored to be in the prestigious list itself. You know, the long history of the PWI recognized me at 13. I mean, just look at the who's who list in the top 20, but you know what? I'm a free agent, and I'm a free agent in the top 20, and I'm a self-made superstar. Now, on why he should have been ranked number one, Cardona would go on to say, I do think I should have been number one, and at the end of the day, it's all fun and games, but it's a very subjective list, and it's just for fun, but the number one really means something. Right now, 13 is the number I am. I am 13. For more information on everything with the PWI 500 list and where other stars feel they should have been placed, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be following. Matt Hardy is making news at this hour. Matt Hardy reacts to Roman Reigns being number one in the PWI 500 and his sentiments are... I think it's great. During the latest edition of his podcast, Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy reacted to the news that Roman Reigns was ranked number one this year in the PWI 500. The AEW wrestler called the ranking a great call, and this is the second time in his career that the Tribal Chief has topped the list, and the last time this happened was back in 2016. Hardy would go on to say the following, Roman is being booked in a very specific way to look dominant and be a champion like the old days where he's had a reign for one or two years, if I'm not mistaken. He's killing it. He's doing everything really, really well, and he is handling the booking with the company beautifully. It's kind of a throwback to the old days, having a completely dominant champion running a promotion. Now, if you'd like to find out more about what Jeff Hardy had to say regarding the PWI 500, continue following e-wrestling news, and more information will be forthcoming. Asuka is making news at this hour. The WWE female superstar is making news for her hair, and we also have some news on Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. You can check out Asuka's brand 
brand new vlog she has. And in this episode, she's getting her hair dyed a different color. You can also check out the latest edition of WWE's Top 10. Now, the episode looks at top Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero rivalry moments of all time. And WWE superstar Xavier Woods was featured in the Call of Duty streaming event that happened earlier today on Twitch. If you'd like to find out more about this, follow all of them on their social media pages, and more information on all of them will be forthcoming. Let's talk a little about news and notes on Impact Wrestling. Now, Ryan Clark's writing at this hour. According to a report from PW Insider, the X Division champion Mike Bailey will be defending his title against Masakara Dorada will open tonight's episode of Impact on Access TV. Now, the title challenger for Mike Bailey at Victory Road will be also revealed tonight. The challenger is said to be someone from outside the company and previously competed for Ring of Honor. Now, that person will not be appearing on the show itself, but it will be an announcement who that person is. Now, all of the main matches for Victory Road pay-per-view will be locked in place after tonight's show. Impact Wrestling is now selling tickets to Victory Road, meet and greet sessions with all of their superstars. Johnny Bravo is still working behind the scenes with Impact Wrestling, but there is some talk that Bravo could return to TV in the future if a storyline that comes up that fits him well. The Headbangers are also featured on guests of this week of Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw podcast. You can check out that also, which is on their YouTube page. With more information on Impact Wrestling and so many more, continue following the news over here on eWrestling News. AEW Dynamite ratings are officially in from Wednesday night show. Andrew Ravens is writing in, Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite on TBS pulled in 1.1 million viewers, and that's up from the 1,035,000 it drew last week. Now, the show this week drew a .39 in the key ratings of 18 to 49. That's also up from the .38 it did last week. Now, AEW Dynamite ranked number one in the top 150 shows on cable. Now, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics is reporting all of this. This was the highest total viewership since September 22, 2001, and the best key demo since June the 1st of this year. The episode featured Chris Jericho taking on Brian Danielson, John Moxley taking on Sammy Guevara. Both matches were in the World Heavyweight Championship title semifinals. In addition, Tony Storm and Athena took on Serena Deeb and Britt Baker. For more information on everything that's happening in the world of AEW, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Karrion Cross is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in. Karrion Cross refers to his WWE NXT title reign as simply dress rehearsal. WWE superstar Karrion Cross was a recent guest on WWE's L Brunch to discuss his run in WWE NXT as their world champion and why he took that specific title reign as simply no more than a dress rehearsal. This is what Cross had to say. It was very good. It was the type of title run that people never ever get to see in their entire careers and for me to be able to achieve that so early in my career in WWE I'll never forget it. It was one of the best times in my career as well. I kind of thought of being champion of NXT every single day I would show up to work. This is going to be just a dress rehearsal for one day when I become the WWE champion and that's the way I had always looked at it. Now if you'd like to find out more about what Karrion Cross had to say continue following Ryan Clark and this article is trending right now over on eWrestling News. Sasha Banks is making news at this hour. The WWE superstar looks to be making her return to the promotion but she's also discussing her admiration for The Rock and wanting to follow in his footsteps in WWE. Now, during a recent appearance on a radio show, she made some serious comments about her admiration for The Rock and wanting to follow in his footsteps once her wrestling career does come to an end. Additionally, the boss commented on getting the call to appear on The Mandalorian and so much more. Let's take a look at some of the highlights. On getting the call to work on The Mandalorian show, she would say, when I got the call for Star Wars, I thought, wow, I have potential to not only talk about being in the same line of work with these other people, but those guys actually get to know more about the wrestling world. And you know 
what? It's like the two are coming together. Now, on mixing acting, yet still wanting to be competitive in wrestling, she would say, you don't see women come out of that space to Hollywood and then somehow get back into it wrestling. But you know what? I feel like I'm at the top right now, and that's a good thing. Now, on her admiration for The Rock, she would go on to say, he's the number one actor in the whole friggin' world right now. He came from wrestling. He's only been in wrestling for a short amount of time in his really career when you think about it. But you look at all the hard work that he put in. So when I look at people like him, I'm like, all right, it's up to me to be able to do it for the women's side of it. I'm trying to do this for the women going forward so that they can be seen in the same light as The Rock and the same talks as well. If you'd like to find out more about what Sasha Banks had to say, continue following this article right now that's trending over on E-Wrestling News. Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, is making news at this hour. Jeannie Buss admits she doesn't work on WOW, women of wrestling every single day. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Jeannie Buss is in the media. She's making rounds this week to promote the return of WOW, which is the women of wrestling. During a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers and WOW, women of wrestling, admitted she doesn't work all the time on the promotion, and she's definitely not involved on a day-to-day basis. Additionally, she opened up with teaming up with CBS Paramount to air the show in syndication. Here are some of the comments she made in the interview on her role in WOW right now. It's very different. Certainly, I'm not working on it every single day. I'm the investor. It's my personal funds. I'm a fan of WOW, but it's not my day job. My day job is with the Lakers, and that's where I am every single day. You know, they're very similar jobs, and they're also very different, meaning we're dealing with larger-than-life personalities. We always have to deal with day-to-day realities as well, of working with athletes and injuries. You hope the health and the well-being of all your athletes are what's going to be best. You have to figure out to solve some problems when injuries do show up. And they are very similar, but sometimes they're different as well. But I can honestly tell you, I enjoy both worlds. Now, on teaming up with CBS Paramount to carry WOW, she would go on to say, having CBS Paramount as our partner, they see the value in women's sports and they're willing to become partners with our vision. And you know what? It's giving us a stage that's larger than any women's wrestling has ever had in the past. The idea that they're stepping up and supporting what we are trying to build and they want to be partners with us is great. Everyone from the marketers who will be airing this have embraced our vision of what women of wrestling is. And all the women as well who have stand beside us and who want to make sure that our show is entertaining. It kind of hits all the marks when you try to succeed in a business like this. For more information on what Jeannie Buss had to say, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Mick Foley, the hardcore icon, is making news at this hour. Mick Foley calls Taz one of the best commentators in wrestling. Let's go ahead and let's hear what he has to say. Ryan Clark's writing in, WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley took to Twitter this week after the episode of AEW Dynamite to praise his former colleague in ECW, Taz, as a color commentator. In his tweet, he said the following, The human suplex machine, one of the best in the business. Now, the Dark Order's John Silver appears to be a big fan of Wardlow's new t-shirt as well as evident in a photo that is online right now you can see that if you follow john silver on social media during last night's episode of aew dynamite indie wrestling viral sensation Linguini Primo made a brief cameo before he was attacked by all-ego Ethan Page. Following the show, Primo took to Twitter to react to his appearance on AEW Dynamite. He would go on to say in a tweet, So, I am I. I make the best pizza. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News. And more information about both Taz and AEW will be forthcoming. Matt Hardy says, we're getting closer to meeting the new Jeff Hardy. 
Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Matt Hardy says we're getting close to meeting the new Jeff Hardy. Now, as many of you know, Jeff Hardy was charged with driving while license was canceled or suspended, a violation, a restriction that was placed on his driver's license, and DUI from alcohol and drug-related charges, the third offense in 10 years. AEW President Tony Khan said shortly after the arrest that Hardy was now in rehab and has been suspended indefinitely. Now, during a conversation with Wardlow on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, Wardlow expressed his desire to work with the Hardy Boys. Now, Matt noted that fans are getting close to seeing the brand new Jeff Hardy. This is what Matt had to say. Sounds great. I'm really excited. We're getting close to the point where we're going to meet the new Jeff and figure out what his future is and what he ends up doing. I'm pretty excited about this. I feel his mentality is like... He's made some type of change and he's going in the right direction. I feel like he's at a point where it's his will right now. He wants to make it his time. I'm excited to have him back and I think this would be amazing. I would be having so much fun having him back. If you'd like to find out more about what Matt Hardy and Wardlow had to say on the most recent edition of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, continue following the show and continue following eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which many people believe had the greatest match at WrestleMania 3, may be stepping back into the squared circle again. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Sports Illustrated reported today that WWE Hall of Famer Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is stepping back into the circle. Now, Steamboat will be wrestling an unknown opponent for a Big Time Wrestling event on November the 27th at the Dorton Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Ricky Steamboat is one of the greatest of all times, and we're excited to bring a legend back into the ring. Big Time Wrestling co-owner Steve Perkins said, the interest will be high and the ticket sales will begin today. Now, Steamboat previously retired in 1994 due to a back injury. Then he came out of retirement in 2009 for a few matches before going back into retirement again in 2010. But then he worked tag team matches with his son, Richie Steamboat, against the Dude Brothers at a later time. With more information on everything that's happening with Ricky the Dragon, continue following E Wrestling News and more information about his big match will be forthcoming. Anthony Bowens, the AEW star, is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in, Anthony Bowens expresses his desire to become AEW's first gay champion. Now, during a recent interview with Sports Courier, the acclaims Anthony Bowens commented on his desire to become AEW's first gay champion, the origin of the Scissor Me, and so much more. Now, on the acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory that happened at All Out, this is what he had to say. We knew that we had a lot of support going into the pay-per-view, and we knew this probably would be the sleeper match of the night. It ended up exceeding, I guess, everyone's expectations. It's a good lesson for a lot of fans who like to whine and complain about things, about throughout the entire week, oh, this match is going to be coming up next. Oh, there's really no build to this. It's not going to be very good. You know what? We're professionals. Allow us to do our job, and we really, really did it well. We expected a really good reaction, but the moment they were starting chanting, oh, scissor me, daddy, I think if you watch the match, even Swerve was caught off guard with all of the hype. Now, on the origins of the scissor me, he would go on to say, so the scissor itself was at a time, it was in a AEW dark taping, and we were back during the pandemic era. I hit my pose with the A, and Castor came up behind me and started scissoring me. There was a camera that was on me, and I was kind of like, what the hell are we going to do? And then we just started doing it. I was more safe with doing things like that 
but Caster loved to push buttons, and he's not quite just like me. I was worried. I didn't want to get fired, because I'm new here. I don't want to do anything that's weird or makes people uncomfortable. I made that face, and then eventually they told us to stop doing that. And then for some reason, we started doing it again. I kind of had this rebellious attitude. I was like, screw it, let's just keep doing it. I don't remember when it was that we did it next, but I remember being on the floor and looking up, and the entire front row had their hands over the barricades, and they were all yelling, scissor me, Bowens, and I was like, huh? We kind of got onto something here. Well, we leaned into it, and we started doing it even more and more, and people continued to clamor for it. Then we added Billy to the equation. Man, he's so popular, especially when it comes to Rampage. So I was sitting in Gorilla. I was in my wheelchair at the time, and I was injured, and there were minutes from us going out. So I just popped my head, and I talked to Austin Gunn, and I kept calling his father Daddy. I thought it would actually kind of be funny. And what happens if I said, scissor me, daddy ass, on television? So I'm just going to go out and do it. I barely mentioned it backstage. So we went out, I said it, the internet went nuts, and now it's turned into the number one selling t-shirt. Now on the reception, the AEW fans gave him for being an openly gay superstar. He would go on to say, it's great. It's one of the things that attracted me to AEW when I came here as an extra before I was even signed to a contract. I saw people like Sonny Kissed and Nyla Rose were walking around and they were being just themselves without any judgment and without any people trying to treat them with exclusivity or anything like that. There was no fear. They were just themselves. And it was super important for me, whatever I land, that that needs to be the way it is around me. There's never a time when I've worked where I'm consistently thinking about, oh, I better do this or that. It's something that's openly celebrated. I bring it up openly in front of my friends and coworkers. So we've come a long ways in this inclusivity of the locker room and such. Fans from time to time will still have to work out some of their comments. Sometimes they're overly positive and sometimes not. I take that responsibility out there, being an athlete, very serious. I'd like to show that you can be a successful openly gay professional athlete without it being the center of attention, without being the center of your focus. At times, it's important to bring it up. The next week in particular, Max and I are going to fight for ourselves in a match. We're also going to bring home the gold in that match. And I end up being AEW's first gay champion, which is something I would be so proud of. I'm going to go that extra mile. I have so much inspiration behind me to go into that match. If you'd like to find out more about what Anthony Bowens had to say about his career and how proud he is right now to be in AEW, continue following this article that's over on eWrestling News. The Velveteen Dream is making news once again. Many of you know the Velveteen Dream has been responding back and forth to comments from EC3. Well, there's new news. The Velveteen Dream was released from jail on Tuesday after spending 25 days locked up. Ryan Clark has this story. As previously reported on E-Wrestling News, Patrick, the Velveteen Dream Clark, was arrested twice last month. Now, the first arrest took place on August the 20th with charges of first-degree battery and trespassing on property after he was warned. Now, just days later, on August the 26th, he was charged with possession of 
drug paraphernalia. Now, according to a report from PW Insider, a judge ruled that Dream was guilty of violating probation over his August 20th arrest. Now, the former WWE NXT superstar spent 25 days in the Seminole County Jail and was released just two days ago on Tuesday. The judge ruled that the 25 days in jail was enough of a punishment for the probation violation. Now, the Velveteen Dream has had a rough few years following his departure from WWE as he's also been arrested by the Almonte Springs Police Department in November of 21. For that arrest, he was charged with possession of cocaine, use of a possession of drug paraphernalia, destroying, altering, or concealing physical evidence, and having no lapse emulating devices or seatbelts. Now, those led to Judge Donna Groner sentencing him on April of 2022 to one year of probation and for the possession of drug paraphernalia, charge him $213 in court costs and complete 25 hours of community service. Now, despite all these violations in his probation, spending 25 days in jail, jail Dream still needs to serve the rest of his probation. Now, if you'd like to find out more what's going on with the Velveteen Dream, continue following e-wrestling news, and we'll have more information regarding all your happenings with him moving forward. Sammy Guevara is making news at this hour. Sammy Guevara says, you know what? It's been a hell of a ride. And we have some new news about New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. AEW wrestler Sammy Guevara took to Twitter today to react to last night's episode of AEW Dynamite, saying it was a hell of a ride, and this is what he wrote. In a quote, I hope you live your life and you're proud of everything. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. We came up short last night. It is what it is. Thank you to everyone who's helped me to get to the point where I am today. It's been a hell of a ride. Where we go next, we go with faith. Now, in addition to that, the following two matches have been added to be taking place on tonight's New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is going to be happening on Access TV. Okada versus Lance Archer and Tamatanga versus Jay White. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information about both of these promotions will be forthcoming. Claudio Castanoli is making news at this hour. The current Ring of Honor world champion and former WWE superstar is talking about his departure from WWE and why he decided to eventually sign with AEW. Ryan Clark's writing in, During a recent appearance on Insight with Chris Van Vliet podcast, Ring of Honor world champion Claudio Castanoli commented on his decision to leave WWE and how much thought went into making that decision and what made him decide that AEW was the place for him. Now, on leaving WWE, this is what Claudio said. I thought a lot about it. I went over it a lot, actually. I felt like for a while I needed a change. And leading up to there was a bunch of signs and a bunch of stuff that happened and different things that people said, and I didn't even realize it. And then I finally decided to make up my mind. And one of those things just popped into my head was Johnny Gorgano's last promo in NXT where he said, you need to bet on yourself. That was one of those thoughts that I was like, yeah, he's right. He's 100% right. Rather than go to your own horse, sometimes you got to get on another horse and keep riding. But you know what it is? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to do new things. And I'm going to make a big deal of what, at it, what I do. Because a lot of people don't. When Cody left for the first time, he made his name. He went on to wrestle. He went everywhere. And he made a list of things he wanted to do. So I decided that I wanted to do it a little bit differently. I'm kind of a voting against myself and going against the grain as well. Someone's got to do it, right? 
let me be the one who goes out there and does it. I felt like I've done it way better than I would have before. And all the pops I get whenever I'm going, it's going to get bigger. And I've got some more big surprises. I feel like all these wrestling moments are just building up. When I went, all right, I'm leaving, the people around me were really surprised. But you know what? I knew what I had to do. I had to go out there and I had to bet on myself. Things are going to happen, and that's just the way life is. But that's the beauty of wrestling. You want to be surprised. You want to know, but you also want to be surprised. To me, that was a very important thing. For you to know what I'm going to do, but not know everything. And that sometimes takes a little magic. Now, on his decision to join AEW, he would go on to say, there was a couple of things. One of the things was that there were so many people that I wanted to be in the ring with who were currently in AEW or Ring of Honor. I'm like, man, I'd like to have matches with these guys over the next few years while I'm still young. And then, while all these guys are in WWE, I want to wrestle. But that number became less and less. Then it was AEW. At my core, I always want to improve and get better and do new challenges. When I first went to WWE from Ring of Honor, I didn't do it because I wanted to get on TV more. For me, it was just the logical next step. I have done a lot in Ring of Honor, but what was the next step? Is there a next challenge? Who are the next group of guys I want to wrestle? It was the same thing here. What's the next step? What's my next challenge? And AEW has been awesome. I have had the best first months of my career that I ever could have dreamt of. If you'd like to find out more about what Claudio Castanoli had to say about leaving WWE, betting on himself, and going into AEW, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Mia Yim is making news at this hour. The former WWE superstar Mia Yim says, you know what, the only thing on her mind following her WWE release was getting back to Impact Wrestling. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. After departing from WWE last year, Mia Yim made her return to Impact Wrestling, and it's been awesome ever since. During a recent appearance on Straight Talk Wrestling Podcast, the current knockout commented on why Impact Wrestling was her first choice after being released by WWE. If she and Keith Lee considered trying to make it work with both of them in the same promotion and so much more. Now, on if she considered her and Lee trying to make it with the same promotion, she would go on to say, So the thing that I always tell people is, even though Keith and I are together, we are on separate brands. I never wanted to be one of those couples that are like, if you book my husband, you have to book me, or vice versa. We're not a package deal. We're not like that. So it's like, babe, you do what you gotta do. And in my opinion, Keith is a much bigger star than I am, and I'm completely okay with it. I'm going to do me, and he's going to do whatever he needs to do as well. Now, in addition to that, her returning to Impact, Yim would go on to say, I've always wanted, like, after getting released, Impact was the only thing on my mind, just because that's kind of where I started to flourish on TV. My first experience on TV was on Impact, and then all my friends are there. Gail is there, and I've really gotten close to Scott Demore. So for me, it was more of the mental health, let's get that under control and relearning how to teach myself that I can still wrestle and that I can still go. It's more of a mental obstacle for me that I knew that Impact was going to give me the comfortability and the trust that I needed at that time. Hey, we're here for you, Impact would say. We're going to help you with whatever you need. This is your platform. Go do whatever you need to do without any hesitation. If you'd like to find out more about what Mia Yim had to say, continue following e-wrestling news and more information about what is next in her career, we will be reporting on.
Mance Warner is making news at this hour. The internet wrestling sensation who's worked in the various promotions and most recently with MLW. It'll be Mance Warner versus Mad Kruger set for MLW Super Series 22. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Major League Wrestling sent out a press release today to announce that Mance Warner will be facing off against Mads Kruger at MLW Super Series 22 event, which will take place in Norcross, Georgia. Now, Major League Wrestling announced today that Mance Warner's first one-on-one match in MLW in nearly three years is officially set for MLW Super Series 22. If you'd like to find out more about this, continue following Mance Warner, MLW, and definitely continue following eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and more, we're here to give you a comprehensive breakdown on all the big news stories that are happening. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, ex-WWE superstar is not taking any bookings in the year 2023. Former WWE superstar Lindsay Dorado has announced that he won't be taking any bookings in 2023. The WWE alum took to Twitter on Wednesday to announce that he'll be finishing his bookings for the rest of this year, but will not be taking any future bookings for 2023. He would go on to say, as of this writing, there is no word on what is going to be happening or why he is postponing taking any more dates. Dorado has worked for many promotions over the years, including WWE, MLW, CZW, The Crash, and CMLL. For more information on everything happening with Lindsay Dorado, continue following eWrestling News, and we will have more information. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. MJF introduces a new stable on AEW Dynamite this week. Now, MJF has been known to be a very provocative star, someone who is a trendsetter and does things a little bit different. On Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite from Albany, New York, MJF came out to cut a promo on Jon Moxley after the confrontation they had last week in the ring. MJF warned people not to get in his way, of becoming the AEW World Champion, including the likes of people like Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. Now, in regards to Moxley, MJF poked fun at Moxley's upbringing, calling him scared and poor, as well as referring to him as a demon that Moxley can't slay. MJF then introduced his stable on retainer, led by who he calls his best friend right now, Stokely Hathaway. Now, the stable is comprised of Ethan Page, The Gun Club, Lee Moriarty, and W. Morrissey. Now, right now, the stable is calling themselves The Firm. With more information on this new stable in AEW, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. That's going to do it for all the headlines today. Thursday, September the 15th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, or New Japan, we're here on a daily to provide you with all the late-breaking information so you don't have to be on your phone or on your computer. This is a podcast that, once again, is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. 
My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW.